Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Well, you can't teach a dog new tricks. Or once you finish school, it's all over. You just got to go get a job. Um, let me see. How about, you know, honey, once you reach a certain age, it's hard to learn anything. Have you ever heard of any of those things? In my opinion, I'm going to step out and say it is total nonsense. Those are type of phrases which are self-limiting, negative, and will keep a person from growing. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha. Thank you for dropping by and tuning in for another Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. So I finished four series for you on Transition Awareness Breathing Leadership Positive Mindset Seminar. This is a bonus. And I'm making it a bonus because I think it is so, so important. Matter of fact, you could listen to this podcast first and then listen to the first podcast that I did on the uh, on this uh, series because this is so important. So hang in there. Join me for this exciting bonus Transition Awareness Breathing Leadership Positive Mindset Seminar. But before I get started, thank you. Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to to bring Transition Awareness Breathing podcast to you. And thank you, Mary Lou and Sam, my producers, for making Transition Awareness Breathing podcast available to my listeners and to my viewers, wherever they are at. Let's get started. So I started with all those negative nonsense phrases. If you have ever heard those phrases, if anyone has even mentioned those phrases, if you've seen those phrases either um, in a comical way or in a non-comical way, or if someone even insinuated anything that communicates that learning stops at a certain point and you know what? Let me just say, you are not a dog. So anytime anybody tries to refer to you as any kind of animal, set them straight first up and let them know that you are highly intelligent, you are highly motivated, and you are here to make a change. That's the first step out of the box because we are talking about the leadership of ourself and our behavior. The first thing you need to know in this bonus series is garbage in equals garbage out. 
So we're going to get rid of the garbage and straighten up the concept of learning. Learning can be done at any age. When we're young, it's almost like an expectation. It's a social um, normality that occurs. And as time grows on, and it's because of limited technology, or let me rephrase that, it was because of the limited technology, certain stereotypes, uh, metaphors began to grow to support that limited knowledge. If you can notice the advances in medical technology, if you can notice the advances in our educational um, delivery systems, you have proof already that learning can occur at any age. It must start with us, with you and with me. So how do we start? How do we start changing the way we perceive learning? Well, the first thing I suggest is to know that our brains are very flexible. They just did not become flexible. They've always been flexible. It's just that because of science and because of dedicated people in the field of education and neurology and medicine and all those other uh, studies, the information is coming out to prove to people, to our society, that learning continues to change the brain. It's one thing to sit in a classroom, and it's another thing to apply what you've learned. So, okay, so when we are in a setting of learning, which is like an auditorium style or a lecture style, there's not a lot of activity going on you know you're you're there you're sitting and your brain is trying to absorb all this information after about 30 minutes maybe 20 15 minutes many people become distracted and so it's very healthy to get up take a break stretch and come back to the subject the challenge is the educational platforms and structures that exist, particularly in our country, America, doesn't support that unless uh, the person, the instructor, the teacher is on the cutting edge and is comfortable making a change in their uh, learning environment. If someone who has graduated and they have grown up in the system that, you know, learning stops at a certain age, then it's changing our perspective that and making and making a commitment that I will continue to learn something. Now, okay, I can hear it. I've been there. I can hear it just just right now through the waves. I've had a lot of years in school. I've finished medical school. 
I have finished law school. I have finished social work school, whatever it is, chemistry, biology, whatever. And I want to take some time for me. And that is just so important. But who said that the learning I was talking about had to do with something in your field? It's great to learn something that you've always wanted to do. Branch out. And that's where the growth and the brain cells start to happen. You begin to learn things. You, you, you're heightened your attention and you're learning something that you are very interested in. Really learning. Maybe a cartooning class or music or another language. Or better yet, go and visit a place that speaks a different language and take a class before you go on that trip. And that makes it, uh, uh, you know, you have a higher motivation to learn that language. Doesn't mean you have to be fluent, but you're learning, you're involved, you're interacting. Because with the neuroplasticity, what makes it um, uh, so effective is that you're putting into action something new. Well, okay, so maybe we all can't travel and, you know, with our consciousness of uh, the pandemic, we may be a little bit shy about doing that. Charity, giving of time, find an organization and put yourself in a position to be a giver. Giving is another thing that helps trigger that neuroplasticity of the brain. And when I say the neuroplasticity of the brain, I'm not trying to use a big word. It is a short, it is a big word to say that the brain cells continue to grow and regenerate. When we make a commitment to learn something new outside of our regular or our professional field, we are really taking a risk because we're spending time and trying to jump on a learning curve that may be difficult. And time is very precious. And when we are aware of how much time that we're spending trying to learn that new hobby or trying to learn that new language, sometimes that can be a bit frustrating. I invite you to recognize and and just kind of turn that perspective into when you feel you're on that learning curve and you really don't have to do this, you are doing a lot. You're opening up and strengthening the neural cells in your brain. They're getting exercise, just doing something different. You know, it can start by doing little things, strengthening up those neural cells. If you're used to getting up and, you know, you have a routine, you put your uh, clothes on and maybe you are, um, you're right-handed and so you, maybe you put your clothes on with your right hand or you hold your, your pencil with the right hand, try an exercise using your left hand and just writing with your left hand. 
It feels kind of strange. Have you ever tried to do that? Or, you know, if you're walking and you tend to lead with your right foot, try mindful walking and lead with your left foot. That's it. I mean, it is just as small as that. What you're doing is you're changing a habit or you're changing, you're making yourself aware. And so what happens, your brain is very sensitive. It's like, it's alert. You know, it's saying, hey, um, something's going on different here. Uh, all hands on deck. The, you know, Earth is trying to lead with her, her left. And she usually leads with the right. What's going on here? And so the body starts to respond. And with that comes growth. I cannot tell you how much growth, if, if anybody has, has ever measured this, it would be very interesting. During the pandemic, let's, let's talk about this just for one little second. During the pandemic, do you know how much growth the world went through? Yes. When we were on lockdown and we had to stay in our homes, and that's one thing that made things so uncomfortable. We were sort of forced to do things differently. And through it all, as we're growing out of this pandemic, we're coming out with new skills. This, it just, I mean, it's amazing. New skills. Some things would not have occurred if we did not go through that stress and structure. And some stressors that occurred, people who needed help mentally or physically, maybe they needed that help all along, but it just didn't come out, but it came out during that pandemic time. And so people are recognizing the type of help that's needed either mentally or physically, educationally. These things... Um, began to manifest themselves during a stretch of stress. Uh, and so when we're learning something new, that, that, that is the time our body may res respond to stress. And what can we do, my friends, when we are experiencing, we know that our body, the heart is starting to beat, our, our focus is starting to break, uh, we're starting to get fidgety, we're letting ourselves get distracted. What can we do, our, my friends? Breathe. Come back to your breath. This is where the mindfulness and the meditation comes in to and and the positive approach, positive words. First, breathe. Take a breath in your nose. Blow out your mouth. Tell yourself, okay, this is new. I can do this. And believe in yourself. Believe that you are able to learn a new thing at this time, at this second, at this moment. Because when we're learning something new, we're learning something new about ourselves. And when we reflect on what we have learned, it is such a positive power surge in our confidence. And I want each and every one of you all to have and share that positive power surge. Try it. 
try taking that chance, taking that risk, making a commitment, and learn something new. Put yourself in a position to volunteer for an organization and help someone that needs help. Take a class and learn something that you can use and help others or help your family or your friends. It's a matter of doing. It's more than reading. I'm asking you more than just go read a book. I'm asking you to put forth effort and do something new. Regardless of what your age is. And to my teenage friends, that means you too. I know you've got homework. I know you've got projects. But remember, even when you're in high school, the the, the amount of creativity that you're building at this time is going to continue when you graduate and you will graduate. You keep going. You graduate. You look at the goal ahead. Don't think of graduation as you've reached the top of the mountain and now we're going to stop. No, my friends, that is another step that you're going to take, right? Okay. Well, Thank you so much for joining me. I so appreciate you coming and listening to this bonus episode. And I look forward to talking to you again next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.